let's get started. I'm Joe. I'm Brian, and we are Where's the Rulebook Podcast. We're going to bring you a weekly board game podcast for your lunch break, daily commute, or any other time of the day. For season two, we are changing the format. Instead of focusing on one game and going over the rules to play it, we will have a theme or specific game. We'll discuss our opinions, any cool features, some rulings, and any other thoughts that may come up. And because of popular demand throughout last season, we're going to start ranking the games that we talk about. But we have created a custom scale. We didn't want to do a 1 to 10 or anything. So we have our highest being leave it on the table to the lowest being a hard pass. But we'll go over all five options uh, every week we talk about them. All right, welcome back. And we'll go right into the question from last week, which was going to be Joe's question, which really threw me because I did not have one quickly. So I was glad I had some time to think about it. But what was your post-apocalyptic name? For some reason, your name changes when the zombies take over. <laughs> so it was your question. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to answer it? or? And also, well, why does our name changing? I mean, you, you can't have like in the when it's the apocalypse and, it, you know, Mad Max. He's not Max. He's Mad Max. Sure. And like, but I feel like most other and the cult leader's name is Immortan Joe. Yeah, but I feel like all the other like everyone in like The Walking Dead so, or yeah. Last of Us have normal names. Yeah, because they're like ten days into it. <laughs> Last of Us is like years into it. It's like twenty. But the point is, <laughs> like, this is like really far out there. We were talking about Radlands. Where, okay, like, so this is scarce. So like, apocalypse happened. Now, like, these are the new kid names of yeah. 2080 or so, whatever. <laughs> all of the names for Mad Max, to give you some perspective here, is Chum Bucket, yeah. Scrapperous Scrotus, Deep Fryer, Pink Eye, Gut Gash, Jeet, Griffa, Stink Gum, The Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't an actual dog, I don't, I don't think. What? Unless I'm thinking wrong. I feel like in the apocalypse, you'd want a name that isn't Joe. so gross. Oh. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, his name was Immortan Joe. I, mean, I could just be the small Joe. <laughs> the not Immortan Joe. But I... I Normal size Joe. I, I think it'd want to be something like... But the problem is, like, how... Without being gross... So where's that line? And how do you do it? While also sounding cool. Okay. So I think what I would do is be something like the abominable, like the abominable, something that makes me because I'm fat. <laughs> something that makes me sound bigger than I am. Even bigger than you actually are. <laughs> and it gives me like ah, oh, you can't beat me. So would your characteristic in your name be I imagine myself being like leather because it's all leather you know it's leather and I have the mask you know I just, just you live in the moment alright <laughs> well I have thought about it and I was trying to decide like would I have like my characteristic or like my job in my title or my name I guess or would I not <laughs> I guess it's not a title but because a lot of the times, like, when you think of, like, D&D, &D, like, it's so-and-so the, the, the something. Yeah, the, the title. something. Yeah. But I, I felt like I probably just went pretty lame and just went with my, like, normal gamer tag and just being, like, brew. Because, like, that's just kind of what I go by when it's not my name. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to go by Joe Sidon. Why not? I mean, that sounds perfect. King of the Joshin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I went. I was like, I was like thinking through like my old gamer. Like I used to be like B-Rizzle. That was a gamer tag I had for a long you time. Had when I met you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think Brew is probably my most common. And it has like the spell, not spelled like a like Brew. Like it's spelled like my last name. But I feel like I would just kind of go with that. And I would imagine like myself as like a scavenger. <laughs> Trying to stay out of the way of everyone. And just like picking up parts and surviving. <laughs> You'd be like the junk rat. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. 
in fairness, you probably most of us would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be in the middle of the woods somewhere and just, you know, trying to live. <laughs> would you say it's a forest? <laughs> Maybe. A grim forest? It would be quite grim, I would assume, in this post-apocalyptic life. Well, speaking of a <laughs> grim forest, uh, that's today's game. Yeah, Druid City Games, uh, Grim Forest, which is... It's not very old. Not uh, very old. 2018? Yep. It's a couple years ago. Getting a little bit harder to find, I feel like. We're trying to look to see if we could find it new, and it feels like most places have it used or it's back-ordered, so not quite sure if they have it new somewhere, but... I've had this game for some time. I got it at a local game store. Yeah, you but, ha- well, it's probably been about when it came out. Then it came out. And you and think that we played it back then, but we definitely didn't. <sighs> <laughs> you right. have, like, the worst memory. But I remember this. Yeah, exactly. That's why it means it probably didn't happen. <laughs> we were at your house. Yeah. In we, your we've kitchen. been at my house. Your and old in- house. In your kitchen. We played it at your kitchen table with a friend. Well, your friend my acquaintance never happened but we (laughs) have what he was wearing (laughs) we've played it since this point of contact made up story but (laughs) definitely didn't happen back then but this game is it's not unique it does a lot of things similar to a lot of games yeah yeah it's pretty i mean set collection taking actions at the same time it yep. does have that like take that type of mechanic it's very it's got a very in my opinion it's got a very tan feeling with the resources and yeah. the building because you're, you're building houses you're gathering wood yep. wheat brick it it just does everything Straw in this game well <laughs> but it's the same I, I argue that but it's I don't care what the rules say <laughs> the three little pigs i mean technically oh, not the three enough. little pigs fair but enough. it's descendants of the three little pigs yeah which is why there's four players because <laughs> if it was a three little pigs you could only play three players yeah but these are dece- f- like future descendants like long time down the road yeah. this is a so this game has a really cool aesthetic because it literally is fairy tales it's all of them yeah it's even old and new yeah it's pretty much everything you could think of and it's you get not the name grim so the name is grim forest because probably from like the grim fairy tales they took it sure this is not a like a scary dark game like not at all i feel like this does struggle with the one of the worst names because blood you, rage blood rage would be the, another one that's <laughs> up there but i just feel like this has yeah you're in a forest i guess and yeah, the grim fairy tales and stuff, but like, doesn't match the game at all. But the whole concept of the game is you play as one of the four pigs. Yeah. Even though it's three little pigs, you're playing as one of the four. Yeah, it always talks about how they're descendants. It's, one's a cousin, I think. I don't remember. No, I think they're all descendants. Oh, are they like, all? Yeah, they're, it's four descendants of the three little pigs. Regardless, they're all they're doing is having a competition. Yeah. Who can build three houses the fastest? Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the three little pigs who are trying to build houses faster to survive, they're just building houses for fun. <laughs> it's impressive. But you use the uh, the help of fairy tales, friends from all the different books, whether it's Robin Hood, Snow White, yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin, Ariel's in there, Gingerbread Man. <laughs> I mean, it's everything. Yeah. And and then most of the for those friends, those, you know, the heroes from those stories have their counterparts. So you see, you know, the big bad wolf and yep. you see all these other the giant, the troll under the yep. bridge. You see all the, the negative dragon. sides of it, too. Is Ursula in here? No, I didn't think so. But Ariel is. Well, I think that's Disney has Ursula. I don't, I don't know the Little Mermaid's. Yeah, that's true. I guess I only know the Disney side of it. Because this is not Disney. Yeah. This is not Disney. This is fairy, actual fairy tales. Yeah. So they can use names like Aladdin, because that's from the fairy tales. Uh, yeah. The, the, what's it called? The Knight, Knights of Arabia? Yeah. I think so. I think that's right. So they're very lucky they can use a lot of these uh, yeah. not taken by Disney names. 
Yeah, the names are, yeah, the names like Snow White and stuff are all from these stories, even though Snow White now is pictured as, you know, a Disney princess and whatnot, but she was around before that, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that was from the 20s, that movie. <laughs> well, when you open this game up, the first thing that you will see, and I think it's the most eye-catching thing about this game, quality. Yeah. This goes above and beyond more games than I've ever played. It goes above and beyond, and I feel like the market of it that they're going for, because this is, like you said, this is a family-friendly game. I would say this is family It's 14 plus is what it says. I feel like it could be younger oh, than I that. Could, you could go younger for sure. But I feel like where this is focused, those people aren't caring as much about the, <laughs> the trays and the pieces as like me and you do. This is a super, super well-designed custom game tray. Yeah. All the main figures, the bad guys, the first player token. Have you seen this? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all amazing. The book has words on it. Yeah. All the sculpts. Amazing, yeah, 3D miniatures for all the monsters and for the even for the pigs that you're playing as, which you don't need because, like, literally the pigs just go and mark your spot later yeah. in the game. Like, they don't move across a board or anything like a cardboard token would have been fine but it's, it's so nice the player boards you don't need this no oh, yeah the player boards aren't really needed at all nope but they have every there's four unique ones yeah and different they have scenery the three different spots to like store your resources and you're building your houses i think you know on rivers or wherever your board might have but what they're all fantasy locations yeah the art in this game is crazy. Every card is unique. Yeah. Except for some of the boss cards. Which is because there's more than there's one. More than like, one. Like, yeah, there's multiple wolves. But for every fable, for every yeah. friend, it it's crazy the amount of detail in this game. And we've talked about art and detail before, but holy cow. It You're right, because it's like, who, who are they trying to market this towards? Because if... Now we're unfortunately we're board gamers. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this automatically uh intrigued me because especially since a lot of my friends are into Disney yeah. and into that aesthetic and Disney villainous, I thought, oh, fairy tales, it's right up the alley. And it is. They they have fun playing it. This is so much better than villainous in every camp, every <laughs> aspect. It it depends. This is a lot less hurtful than villainous. It's faster. So much better. It's way faster. Yeah, 40 to 60 minutes is what they say, and I feel like that's even kind of long. That, in my opinion, and we'll talk about that, but I think the 40 to 60 minute gameplay is where this falls short and why I think this is not a better game. Interesting. The reason is because this game is not hard. No. This game is... Now, compared to some of the other games we played, even Radlands, this game is much easier. Yeah. Your, your turn consists of there's only really two things you do in, or there is only two actions you do in your turn but every round is consists of you just get resources yeah there's two things you can do there's four things you can do but you do two of them each yep. turn and you're I mean your turn's done in a matter of a minute yeah like it's not like every waiting around. and pretty much everyone is going at the same time I mean yep. you go through and you know depending on if you multiple people played something like yep. first player gets to resolve theirs first or whatever but but as far as complexity goes it's easy yeah and the cheat sheet literally tells you it tells you step by step yeah including like number one is just the start of the round <laughs> this could be simplified but it the way it kind of i don't want to say dumb it down but the way it simplifies the process and it tells you everything's very clear even using like images yeah it's yeah it's a great player aid and because you the, like if as long as one person knows roughly what they're doing and for like the setup you don't need to open the rule book at all once you know how to set it up and like what to put where yep you don't need the rule book this player aid literally tells you everything you need <laughs> it's also weird of like these really fancy market like uh, not markets, but like locations. Yeah, the brickyard and the forest, the brickyard, the field, and the market. Yeah. Which I like that the market exists because if you play with four people, the way this game plays out, it helps balance it very well. 
Yeah, yeah, the market is only used in a four-player game, so you don't see it if you're playing with less than four. But but it, it you need to have the you don't need, but you have the ability to go unique places, which is why there'd be the fourth comes into play. Heck, even the houses. <laughs> the houses are really fun. There's there's so many. Well, technically, there's uh, uh, 12 of each house, which is a lot of houses. Yeah. Because you have to have up to four people. Yeah, and you three to, and you can have yeah, three to win. So. Yep. But you don't have to. Have, you don't have one of each. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to have one of each. But there are straw houses, wood houses, and brick houses. Yep. And you build them physically. They could have been just like pieces of cardboard that you just kind of stack, kind of like... Uh, uh, what was it? Seven Wonders Architect? Yeah. You just stacked them. Yep. But this was like, nah, you're going to build it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun like Legos. <laughs> so it's it's so weird how much they put into this. But at the same time, I almost feel like it's two different. They're marketing the two different genres of people. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're marketing like. Short. For like the parent that wants to play games with you know but a this, child, but like but. a parent's not gonna appreciate this as much as like a gamer. Well, like a like a gaming parent, yeah. Yeah, like when I opened this, I was blown away by the game trays. Yeah, the first thing that caught my eye I was like, oh my gosh, this organization's next level. They fit in so well, and like even to this fact that like the top of it tells you like where to put the resources back away and stuff, which you know just help. And they all just fit together. This one you have correctly. Yep. I thought I was wrong for a second. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I just wanted to get that out of the way because otherwise I would talk about the <laughs> quality of this the whole time. Yeah, and the so Druid City games, I mean they've had they have a handful of games. Um one that we both have that we haven't played yet. Which one? Wonderland Wars. Oh yeah, that's the newest one. That's yeah, and so was this a Kickstarter? It was a Kickstarter. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if they kickstarted most of their games. I think so. Because try, yeah, I think the uh, they did the same thing as uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Trial Blades is a Kickstarter game too. I know. But Wonderland War is obviously newer than this. Yeah, it just came out last. These year. pieces are way better than Wonderland Wars. Yeah, those aren't even physical little cardboard pieces. The little yeah. things that you stick in the little holder. Pegs. Yeah, this has miniature pigs. <laughs> Maybe they learned their lesson and they dialed it down. <laughs> that game's way more expensive too, though. Because when this was brand new, it was only like fifty bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. What was Wonderland Wars where? A hundred. Was it really? I feel like it was. I thought it was sixty or eighty. Maybe. But regardless, their games are great. Yeah. It saddens me that this is. 240th on family games on board game geek like this i wish this was so much higher the problem still is i think that they they went two different directions pushed them together and they didn't master either one like if this if this was grim forest and they took like a really darker turn and they had like more complex mechanics with the the cards I think this game would be next level when it comes to an adult game. Yeah. Or if they dialed back some of the pieces, cut the cost in half, I think this would have been a lot better for a parent to buy their kids. I can only imagine that this costs way more to make <laughs> than the cardboard standees that. Because the cards, they're like quality. Stand, yeah, they're standard like playing cards and stuff. Yeah, not. But they're they're like they're like the water. They're not Radlands nice. No, they're not Radlands PVC nice. But like even these are nice thick cardboard that don't bend. Yeah, the uh, the yards that all the items go the and player stuff. sheets. Yeah, all the all the stuff is so nice in here. You wouldn't have to worry about you know. Obviously, cardboard stuff can't get wet, so you can't spill stuff on it. But you won't have to like worry about like if you are on the table maybe you're eating dinner at the same time or something like you don't have to be too concerned here i feel like all the miniatures obviously are fine you could be doing whatever you want and still play with those but the cardboard is what you have to somewhat think about but so 
if we want to talk about, let's talk about gameplay. Setup is easy. You put the the four, well, depending on the number yeah, of players, three or four, three or four of the different areas, I guess, areas yeah. in the middle of the board. And in the very bottom, they have a number that says straw, wood, or brick, and that's what you put on there. Yep. And how? Yeah, the number is how many you put to start the game. Every player gets a pig. Yep. The Doesn't board. matter which one you pick. Nope. You get a board that goes with the pig. Color matches the bottom. Yep. And then you get a stack of four cards that are just literally four pigs. Yeah. <laughs> that detel- that determine where you go. Yep. Because you, you put it down and yeah, it's, that's where how you, you decide which resource you're going to try to take. And then the friends and the fable decks are just shuffled and placed on the side. And guess what? That's that's the setup. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the setup. And... You don't start with friends or fables. They start no. in the in the middle, so like you said. And you don't technically don't start with any resources, but the very first thing that you're gonna do is choose to gather resources. So you're gonna get resources pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. So how the, how gameplay works and how you get stuff is every every turn, everyone takes a card from their hand, puts it face down, and everyone flips at the same time. Yep. And. That's where you put your pigs. The only time you move your pigs, yeah, to one of the the field, forest, or brick place. If you're the only one there, you get all the resources. Yep. If two people are there, you split them and you round down. But you leave the resources there. Yeah. Allowed. Like so, if it's an odd number, you would leave you know the one extra. But if you all for three, the next round, same thing. If you all three go there, yep. If all three of you go to the brick, you only get one brick each. Yeah. But next turn the wood in the field the wood and the straw that were left they compile yep so it's constantly increasing so it's got that cool mechanic of do you put one or do you put three on each on, on the brick every time uh, you put three every time right i'm pretty sure it's three yeah th- those numbers is what you put each time yeah so you put five five straw the second time yep two you don't just put yep five yeah. four and uh and that's like during the start of round or yeah so yeah so everyone chooses where they're gonna go and, they, and then those are the cards they tell you the back side is just your color yeah and then the front is where you're gonna go so you flip those down in front of you the very first round no one has fables to play so that that's the only card you can play but in future rounds if you're gonna play a fable you play that on top of the gather card at the same yep. time, and the fable one gets played, gets flipped first by turn order, technically. Yep. So whoever is the first player, which I love the who goes first, but it's a little weird. So we are playing as pigs, and the player who goes first is the last player to eat bacon. It's awesome. So we are cannibals. <laughs> hey. Awesome. I guess that's where the grim comes into play. It's a grim forest. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the first player is the last player to eat bacon in, in life, even though we're all playing as pigs in this I game. guess that, I mean, I had bacon. We had a calzone on Sunday. Bacon yesterday morning. Oh, what day is beat. it? Yeah. <laughs> so you're first. Yeah. Well, technically, it was turkey bacon. It doesn't say pig bacon, though. It just that's says, true. Bacon it just says bacon. bacon. The... The fable cards are one-time plays. Uh, the way you get them is every turn after you gather and you get the resources, there are we like we alluded to in the beginning, four actions you can take. Yep. You can. And you do this in turn order. Yep. You can build a house, which to build a house takes resources of all the same resource. So if you want to build a straw house, it's be all straw. Yep. If you want to build a unless you have there was one card. That lets you. There, there's there's cheat cards. But yeah. I'm not gonna. There's there's one card that lets you take resources from the other player and use them as yours. Uh, friend. Oh yeah, it's a friend. It's not a fable technically, but yeah. So to to build the flooring, you need to have two of that resource. Yep. You can only do one. You can't build like floor, wall, roof. Yeah. I mean, you can spend both actions and build two technically. You can, yeah. but you can only do one yeah. piece. Yep. One piece at a time is an Her action. Takes it would take two brick to build the floor for yep. a brick house. And then it's different because if you have two, let's say you have three brick and four straw, you can't use the straw for the brick. Correct. And you can't use the straw to build 
straw ho- like walls on a brick. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to. Th- only... The house has to be the same resource the whole way through. Right. You could also draw a fable card. This is where you get the fable cards. It's the only way. Yeah. And then you can either you can also just gain a resource. You can get one one resource of any of the three from the you bank. Want. Yeah, not from doesn't have to be in play or anything. And there's also the option for a special action. Yeah. Which your friends, some of them have the ability to do another action. Correct. And it can be anything. Yep. Yeah, and the build the house. So like you said, the the base is two walls, then are four resources. Yep. And the roof is six resources to build. Yep. So it's it harder. Yeah, together. And what is that? Twelve resources altogether? Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it takes a minimum of two turns to build an entire house obviously you, you yeah. have to have all the resources but because it's three steps to build and that's three actions and there are some bonuses if what doesn't matter who the player is when you build the walls on your house doesn't matter which house yep you get a friend correct and that friend is you get to draw it and put it in your field yep and you even get to so there's some cards that are going to knock your house over yep and if you rebuild that wall you get a friend again <laughs> But you don't have to keep track and be like, oh, I already got a friend. Like, kind of Everdell. Like, oh, I already oh, yeah. used the free resource. Sorry, it's gone. He's still tired. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you get to get a friend again. The friend mechanic and the fables are what make this game great. It's what takes it from, like, that family game to, like, that cutthroat level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the fables are one time, but they're usually in your favor. Sometimes they hurt your opponent. Yeah. I mean, they can. Some of them are kind of random. So it's like you, the other three player, if you play it, well, all your opponents have to choose their gather card randomly from their pile or yeah. something. So you don't know if that's going to help you. That could hurt you because all three of them could <laughs> end up where you are and they maybe True. they weren't before. But it could be that you're ahead and you don't want them getting yeah. ahead and you don't really need anything. And Put a one to three or maybe a one to four chance of them not getting the resource they need. The fable could also be the bad guys. Yeah, the monsters. The monsters are hurtful. All of them are hurtful. Yeah. So how it works is when you flip them, it could be the wolves. And the wolves are just like you place the wolf on one of the places, and now it eats all the resources there. So you could be like, man, I want brick, but there is 12 straw there. Yeah. Someone's going there. Play your wolf. Put the wolf on the field. Eats all the straw. Doesn't matter who goes there now. They're getting nothing. Yeah. And all the monsters on the fable cards have a little like eyeball icon on the fable to tell you that there's a, it's a monster related one compared to just one that's uh, maybe like the crystal ball, which has no monster. It just does the win revealed action. What's interesting about the friend mechanic in this game is the friends stay up. You only can have one friend. Yeah. Like life. <laughs> and, and, it's and they show up when you have a wall for them to hang out in. It's yeah. weird. First yeah. person to buy a house gets friends. And the, the friend, oh, a friend. <laughs> and the friend stays on the side of your board. And they're just the, they're just about all useful. I don't remember them being like any bad ones. Some are kind of situational. So they're bet there are better ones than others, At but yeah. Times. I feel like they're all they're all good. They're all good. But yeah, there are definitely ones that are you get more resources or your chances of getting the resources better. Yeah, like this one, Alibaba says, steal one resource from another player. Yeah. Every At the start of the turn, uh, Rumble Stillskin, you just gain one straw. Pinocchio every- is really cool, too. I don't have it in front of me, but you can tell, you you announce where you're going. Yeah, say out loud where you're going. And you get two more resources if you tell the truth. Yep. So cool. But it's like, you I, could lie. Yeah, I couldn't be lying and <laughs> telling you I'm going to the brickyard because that's before everyone selects where they're going to go. But if I didn't lie, I get two. There's two more resources there for me to get. This one's pretty cool. Puss in Boots, special action, build a house section. You may, you may yeah, that's the one I was part of the cost from another player's yep. board. So you have to have at least one of the resource yourself, because it says part of the cost. But if you had one, you could pay five of your hay to build my roof. <laughs> they're they're all great, and they're and they're all fun. themed really well too oh, for yeah. what the hero or the friend is you know with the genie you get and the genie and the magic lamp kind of work together like if one's in the discard and the other one isn't yep. like bonuses happen and you get like th- three chances the the magic lamp is you draw three fables 
you get to play one instantly. But if the genie's discarded, you get to keep the other two fables also. But if the genie's not discarded, you get to discard the other two fables. But you still get to play a fable for free and instantly. However, don't get attached to your friends. <laughs> so in this game, you can only have one friend. Yep. If you were to get another friend, you can choose to keep it. Yeah, if it's your doing of gaining the friend. Yeah, so if you let's say you build your second wall. Yep. You're getting a friend. And you're like, I don't want this friend. I, I don't want Pinocchio. I really like Goldilocks. Yeah. You can choose to keep your old one and give Pinocchio to the other person, any yep. other person. And when you do, they have to take it. Yeah. If they have a friend currently, they lose that friend and get the one that you just gave them. Yep. So there could be one that someone's been using and you're like, oh, it's really good. I don't yeah. want them to have that. And this is where it gets kind of it. It's fun because it's not really hurtful. No, like they're <laughs> still good. It's not as good but sometimes. You can disrupt someone's strategy. Yeah. Because like the strategy, I know like there's some that like really focus on a certain type of resource. Yep. And so then I could just give you Pinocchio and now like that one resource isn't as, you know, valuable to you or something. But yeah, in that case, you are being given the, f the friend by an opponent. You have to take it. But if it's your doing, you get to choose which friend you want. That's, I mean, that's the game. It doesn't sound like there's a lot because there isn't. It's very easy. Yeah, it's very simple but fun game. I mean, I think, and you win when you have three houses built. It doesn't, like we said, it doesn't matter what three houses you build. Um, as long as you built three and the round continues technically yeah um so everyone gets their turn but yep. once someone builds it's gonna be that's the final round and if two people or more build three houses in that same turn not obviously not all three in the same turn but built their third on the same turn whoever has the sturdiest houses win yep <laughs> which is why you know brick has three and fields have five because those are not as sturdy yeah, so it's easier to build a straw house <laughs> but it's not going to hold up as well so right but when you build a house too you also get a first builder bonus if you're the first one to build a house of that type yep so when you're the first to build you can choose to draw a fable card draw no you draw two fable cards sorry you draw one friend card, two fable cards, or you get one of every resource. And that's just the first to build each type of house. So there's potentially three. But yeah, no other bonus other than you get that. You don't get like a point bonus or your brick house isn't worth more because you built it first or anything. So I I, I own this game and I have played it uh, a dozen or so times. With and You've played it too. <laughs> but not when you first thought we did. No? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't own this game, but we I looked at it at the same time I bought Villainess for the first when I bought Villainess. Yeah, they, side by side. They're next to each other at stores. Theme is similar. I bought Villainess for whatever reason, because I was wrong. And this one is way better. I I like them both for different reasons. Villainess is nice because of that Disney aesthetic. But when it comes to forest man that quality is so good yeah you definitely get what you pay for and that's the crazy part what i'm missing in this game i think it's just variety it's it's not very often i wish there was more complexity when i think of a game like this where it's not so complex i almost want it to be shorter because this game goes on for like an hour and it can because of the fact that everyone's if you're playing with a group of friends that are good at the game like us yeah you you, you tend to be like okay i see what you're building i know what you want to build yep. i'm gonna do these things and manipulate it and that's how this game gets long yep it, it you, go, you just don't get the resources yes yeah. it could be definitely really quick yep yeah it's a i mean it's a simple game but the, the problem i have is they don't often end in 30 minutes if you're playing with new people it can be pretty quick yeah but then they're learning and it's still gonna take some time but when you're playing with an experienced group i think it takes about an hour but when you play a game like this that doesn't have as crazy as let's say a dino world because we've been talking about it that game has a multitude of mechanics and 
things that are triggering left and right. Yeah. And, I mean, this has an under two point for weight for complexity. Pretty low. So, I mean, it definitely is. I think it. What does Catan have? 2.3. <laughs> Catan is harder, which I, I, I think Catan's only harder because of the dicing. Because you actually have to think about where you're putting. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Ticket to Ride's a 1.8, so this is a little bit harder than Ticket to Ride, which I would agree with. I. But yeah, I, I just struggle because I like the game, but it's not one we pull off the shelf very often. So they have a second one that they made, also, uh, which is you being invited to a ball. Grim Masquerade. Yes. Oh, it's even easier. It's a one point six. Uh, two to five players. I've seen it. I've never played it. Twenty to forty minutes. So it is a shorter gameplay, but it looks very similar. Simplified. I don't know what. Even more. I'm not sure exactly what the goal is. You're invited to the ball. I'm not, yeah, I know the I know what that part is. I just don't know how to win because you're not building houses like you do in this one or something. Cards look similar. It's all the same theme, obviously, but there's no strategy in this game, and I struggle to say that because yeah, the strategy is just being being unique yeah. and like not not being predictable. Don't be, but that's hard to say, right? You're basically like, oh, if there's a lot of straw there, expect people to go there. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe you play mind games. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if no one went there, then like that one person gets ten or fifteen straw, and then it, it's it's a it's a mind game. I think if I had to give advice to anyone playing this game, spend your time getting fables. Yeah. Have a hand of them. Yeah. Your first four turns at least you should be drawing a fable they're so helpful and not even that you have to play them every turn when you get them but you should be drawing them until you like try like right before you like about to win you should be drawing fables especially if you're the first one to build a house or some of the friends give you fables take the fable cards yeah because if you're building walls they just give you friends people are often going to give you friends yeah <laughs> anyway if you're the first to if you're first to build a house, take the two fable cards. Yeah. It they're just so helpful. Yeah, they really they are really great. Plus you can get the dragon, which I think the dragon can burn houses. I believe so. Which is disgusting. Yeah, and the big bad wolf can knock down the everything but a brick house. One straw or wood house selection section. That's, that's so crazy. Of anyone that went there. Yeah. So like you can be so mean. Yeah. But and some of the fables do last longer than one turn. Yeah, they, they go for the next round. Some of them can go even longer. Like, I know, like, the royal wedding. As long as someone went to that spot, it, it stays, stays. It yeah. stays out as long as... And if you don't go there, you have to pay resources. But that that's where the strategy lies, is the fables. The, yeah. the friends, you're going to get friends for just playing the game. People are going to give them to you. I wouldn't get attached. Just play with what you have. Yeah. Use them if you got them. There are, yeah, there are some but, better friends. Use them when you, yeah, use them for sure when you have them. I don't think. Some of the special action ones, I would say, use sparingly, sparingly depending yeah. on what they are. Like, Little Red's special action is pretty good, but, like, the other ones aren't that great. Purple still skin was all right. What was it? Let me see. Yeah, little reds is discard the top five fable cards, gain any wolf card discarded. If no wolf cards were discarded, draw one fable card. Not bad. So you get a fable no matter what, you might get It's the same as multiple. using the draw a fable card. You might just get two. Yeah. And you get a wolf, which means you can it's better. go against an opponent a little bit better. Rumble Stillskin says you can turn all your straw into an equal amount of another resource. That's cool. So it it, it Yeah, the friend I mean the friend cards are good. They just you just won't if you have one that's good, they're not going to stay around very no, long. Cause expect people to be like, oh. someone's going to give you one that's <laughs> not as good. One of your actions you can do in your turn is to gain the one resource of a straw, wood, or brick. Don't ever do that. I feel like it's so niche. Yeah. I don't think you should ever be doing that. So maybe at the end of the game when you only need one, maybe. And someone's trying to stop you from something. Yeah, that's, I mean, mid to end game when, like, you are just trying to get that last one. Because someone could put, you know, a fable on there to make all the cards go away. And you just get to get a wood anyways or whatever. 
but yeah, I would say that one don't, it doesn't get used nearly as often as the other ones, but the Fable cards are just so good. Get them and play them. Don't Holding on to them forever doesn't help either, so play them, make your opponents not be able to do what they're trying to do, and hopefully that's helping you at the same time. If we move into recommendations, it's hard to recommend it because I don't we don't think it's in print for one which makes it make it hard to get but I've seen it at like like Barnes and Noble yeah which is like a global chain yeah I feel like it's at pretty normal stores it's not a board game only store type of place yeah I've seen it you've seen I don't think I've even seen it at like board game stores but you have you've got it I've seen it several times uh but I've seen that. You know, I, I waited for a little and bit. And a local and game store got it, and I had credit, and I said, "Oh, I'll pick it up." And I like it. It, it, man, it. It's such an odd game because it tickles that like that building houses is fun. Yeah. All the pieces are great. They're almost begging to be painted. Yeah, they're great quality. And the art, everything is so unique and drawn and fairy tale esque. And everything's fun. Everything looks great. The game trays. But at the same time, I wish there was more to the gameplay. Yeah. So it's just so weird to me. The way I recommend this game is if you have a kid who's getting into board games. And I say a kid, like uh, 10 and up. Sure. If they are like, I really like Catan. I really like Tickets to Ride. And they start branching out. Maybe you guys play Wingspan. And... Cascadia and other really cool family games, Azul, and you want something different and unique, and even Disney Villainous, I think this is a great buy if you can yeah. find it. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I, like I said earlier, I, I wish it was higher on that family scale because I think it is so good. But I think I do wish there was a little bit more to it. I wish there was something that could make it a little bit more complex, like an optional complexity, like to make something you could additionally use these cards or something, or I don't know how you would do it, but because there, there are house rules, but the house rules take stuff away. Yeah. The house rules kind of make it even easier. And I would say the house rules I would look into for if you're playing with nine, 10 year olds, they don't like to get hurt. Yeah. Cause like some of those are like, you don't have to you don't have to give your friend away you can just discard it yep that kind of thing and so you don't have to you don't have to punish it your it's the bad guys yeah away so that it doesn't hurt people yeah so i mean definitely looking into them depending on your age groups but yeah i would love the way to make it a little bit more complex but even the way it is with like how simple you know getting the resources and building the houses it still can be it still is fun it is fun with adults who are playing this game i i don't think it's a I have more fun playing this than I have Ticket to Ride, oh, no matter sure. what. So, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> for sure. So it's, it's like it's, it's in that weird little bit. Like I wish there was a little bit more to it. If there was, it's going to even lose even more of the audience that they already yeah. have. But it would make it more fun for me. But given the success of like Wonderland War, I wonder if they took to heart. I wonder if they learn from every one of their games they come. They bring. I'm sure they do. Yeah. But I wonder if they they learn and grow because they've got a number of games. Yeah, they have you know a dozen or so games. And they're all Kickstarter. These are not like mass produced by like a corporation. They must be retail. I mean, like because like Bam and stuff. They don't Kickstart games. Yeah, but neither was Night Cage. Night Cage was. Yeah, I mean, Night Cage went to retail sale. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they start on Kickstarter, but it's not Kickstarter only. Regardless, if I had to give it one of our ratings, I would preface it with, I do own this game. I do not regret having it. I think it's a very niche game, though. And because of that, it might be let your friend buy it. Interesting. I don't have it, and I'm one above you. I think it's in or the closet, keep it in the basement. Yeah, closet or basement. Situational themed type of game. It's so situational. It sucks because if I would have played this game, I don't know if I would have bought it. I feel like if I see it at you know a local store, I would consider picking it up even because I don't have it. But I mean, I did purely on the aesthetic. Yeah, I saw the beautiful re- resin. Uh, 
molded figures and the board and the game trays. And I was like, ooh, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, everything points to being a more complex game than it is, but it still is a lot of fun. And it's fun just to have, you know, something that is a little simple. Yeah. And but still can be, you know, fun for for any age. Because it doesn't have to be. I mean, that's kind of been the theme the last half of the season has been like it doesn't have to be difficult. No, yeah. To make it fun, like Radlands is a great example. Yeah, the game's not hard, but it's a blast. But it's also like twenty minutes. Yeah, this is an hour. So like Small World is two point three on that weight How scale. Is Small World so low. It's simple. Is it? Oh, it's super simple. We, is it just because we're dumb and we play that game too hard <laughs> no it, it's a very easy game and we said that when we did it in the season one is it looks it looking at the back of it kind of looking at the back of this yeah yeah you would assume it to be way more it's a lot of pieces oh, for sure i get that it's, it's an easy game i was just saying the way we play it we play it like risk <laughs> like yeah. we go hard and radland's the 2.2 so a little bit harder than sure, this sure. which i think the strategy is a little bit harder than this for sure but but yeah, I mean, it's right there. I just wish it was a little had something to make it a little bit different. I, I think it's a great game. I, I just struggle with recommending it to everyone. I still think that it's niche. I think this fits a perfect example of a board game that gets you into board games. And yeah, I would put it in that realm. It is. It is in that entry level. But because if, if I was it, like a kid. And I was getting into board games, especially like miniatures. Yeah. Or I was playing Catan, my friends, or anything like even like D and D. If you were trying it, just getting these alone would be like, oh my gosh, look how cool this yeah, is. Yeah, they're cool looking. They're fun to play with. But you don't need that encyclopedia to figure them out either, because kids aren't going to do that. I mean, people are selling it for forty bucks used. Which, yeah. I mean, you're not going to get bad quality when it all it's yeah. dirty. It. I, th- I think that it's worth a pickup if you have a family. And it's it's other than that, I think it's a struggle. That's why I say leave yeah. it in the basement. Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, I think it's worth picking up. I think it's fun. I think it can be, I mean, just because it hasn't been said yet, like the Pokemon Master Trainer game. Like, oh, whoa. That whoa, game is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back That game is a 1.8 rate. Wait. <laughs> super simple game you can say that now i'm gonna have my friends come up here we're gonna play it and you're gonna, you're gonna but cry. that's that's kind of my point of this like it doesn't just because the game itself is simple right. like the group can make it the group can make it fun fun and more difficult and make it so it's hard for someone to win it's just how long i mean kind of like the munchkin like it's true you have to be the third person to win munchkin to be able to actually win munchkin because the first two are gonna get stopped <laughs> I mean, yeah you're never going to win Munchkin if you're ahead. Yeah. Or so, even behind. Yeah, it's kind of Mario Kart is the same way. You know, when you're ahead, you get the gold coin, which you don't need because you already have 10, or you, you get, get a banana. Blue, and then you get blue shelled. And then you get blue shelled over and over and lightning bolted and, and squid and yeah and red so. shell. Red <laughs> shell. You're like, okay. It's like, oh, I'm so glad I got that 10th coin again I, for the, I for guess the 100th it's time. Because we, we've played this, but we've never played with our friend group up here, and I'd be interested in trying it. Because I've only played with my other friends. They're pretty cutthroat. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, me and you playing this two-player, I don't think would be that. Isn't that much fun. But, like, having a third or fourth in it, I think, does. It could make it. Four people is the way to play. Yeah. Adding that market. The market is really cool. It's one of every resource goes there every turn. Just makes it better. It's that, yeah, you have that option to be able. And that I think the market is the one time that you I would say potentially use that gain one resource because like I know that there's five on the forest, but I need a six, so I'm gonna gain that resource from the market and I'm gonna get my six from the forest or whatever. But when it's when that market's not there, that gain one resource is really it's hard. It's hard to justify, but. Because I could just gain six instead of one. Or I gained them already. So, like, okay, now there's no more wood. What am I going to do now? <laughs> well, we're pretty much, I think we're pretty close on our recommendation on this and our, our review. I, I, I will close it out with recapping that I, I think it's a great game. I think art wise and like beautiful and design, if there was a scale, this would be at the top. Yeah. 
out of almost all the games I've played, which is crazy because there are some games that are really nice, but this, they did not have to go that hard. Yeah. And I love it that they did. Yeah. I mean, I think they just went in every aspect. They went as hard as they could have because in a lot of the games you see, like you see like, oh, this part is really nice, but like, oh, the I parts aren't like as this. nice. Like there's nothing about this. I wish they would have changed. I have. Yeah. Maybe the tokens are plastic. <laughs> I don't know, but then it'd be so many of them. Yeah. I like that these are flat. Yeah, I like that the, the tokens are cardboard with just a number of how many they're worth, stuff like that, but... I Yeah, it's hard to... I, the fact that we're struggling to find... Yeah, something. I don't think there's anything I would change in it and just... Come with sleeves. <laughs> but even then, I don't know if I would sleeve it. Yeah, I don't... I don't really need sleeves. They're like playing cards. They shuffle yeah. really well. No, I, I think it's I think it's a good game. It just it, it hits a really niche area. Yeah, I think as long as you like are familiar with the fairy tales and stuff, it's that's the fun it's part. a solid pickup because it's just fun to see them. And like like we said, it's themed so well, like Pinocchio, yeah. like being able to tell lies or not, and like you get bonuses if you are telling the truth. And Goldilocks, who is and they all have a cool little thing on it. Like this one's her ability is called. This one is just right. Yeah. Special action. Draw the top three Fable cards. Choose one and discard the other two. Yeah. So just like, yeah. One was too hot, one was too cold, and one was just perfect. perfect. That's, I mean, that's funny. Yeah. They're themed really well, but I think you have to be somewhat familiar with them to kind of get all of those little, not Easter eggs, but they're just fun. Yeah. It makes it fun for like someone who knows the story. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know what this does though? It makes me really want to play Wonderland War. <laughs> yeah. Does not make me want to play Villainous, but <laughs> I, mean, I, I always want to play Villainous. I like that game. Yeah. This is way better. <laughs> but yeah, I do want to play Wonderland War. I do so bad. Maybe I just want to play Dino World War right now. <laughs> play both. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have here, I guess. I don't really have anything else. That's all I got. You can find our page on Instagram at instagram.com slash where is the rulebook or email us at where is the rulebook at gmail.com. And don't forget to like or subscribe on however you're listening to us today. Give us any sort of ranking, any words in there help. So for this week's question, and I'm going to do two of the weeks in a row here. And this one's not getting, as weird getting as, crazy. Your, as your last, my last one. What's your favorite fairy tale? Or tell us what you had for lunch or dinner. I don't care. Joe doesn't care. We're going to look at them. We're going to laugh. But if you put something in there, it helps us in the rankings so other people find us. Uh, and like I mentioned a little bit ago, uh, this episode and all of season two will be sponsored by Lantern Games, a local game store in Traverse City, Michigan. They do have an amazing website. They do ship uh, for lantern.games is their website, which is super cool. It's not a .com. I think it's really cool. It's a .games. Also from their website, or if you go into the store, if you use the discount code RULEBOOK, you will receive 10% off, and that includes online purchases or, like I said, in-store purchases. So you can check out their website. You can uh, get a game sent to you or some magic cards or whatever else you might be looking for, and you get to save 10% by using the discount code RULEBOOK. Uh, but I think all of these games that we've talked about, all the games that we're going to talk about are owned by either Joe or myself, or in many cases, both of us. Uh, so they're not sponsored game reviews or anything. And last but not least, huge shout out to John Ransom for making our theme song. And if you liked our theme song as much as we both do, check out Jack Pine uh, for more music with John is slapping bass for them. Um, and check out their newest album, Embers, on Spotify streaming today. Thanks for playing.